It's time for another episode of The Martial View with just me today, I'm afraid. But we're going to be looking at whether or not hierarchy is destroying the martial arts. Enjoy! Welcome back to The Martial View then, guys. Here for another episode with just me, I'm afraid. We are looking at whether or not hierarchy destroys the martial arts. A system of hierarchy is something that the martial arts, and especially traditional ones, are built upon. And while the elusive and often coveted black belt should not be the main goal of training, it's often a useful motivational tool for those that maybe struggle a little bit with self-discipline or attending classes, especially after the initial high of learning a new martial art has worn off. So, while hierarchy, or belts and levels, can be an awesome tool within the martial arts, there are also some drawbacks, though which are often overlooked or not addressed. Firstly then, levels or grades can be a little bit intimidating for those who are just beginning in the martial arts. I'm sure that we as instructors all remember our first ever martial arts class walking into a sea of white pyjamas, feeling completely out of place and wondering why the hell we walked through the door in the first place. Let's face it, walking into a room full of people willingly kicking, punching, and throwing each other about, and agreeing to then participate when you have no clue what you're doing, can be a little scary. Of course, those of us that teach know this, and we should instantly make the new person feel super welcome. We should let them know there's nothing to worry about, and that we won't go into full-on sparring till at least the second week, right? <laughs> it can still be a little scary, though, and the presence of coloured belts or grades adds to this intensity. The black belts are the ones to be avoided at all costs, as they are basically ninjas, and you just stand there at the side of the class with the other white belts, desperately trying to remember your left and right as a fully grown man or woman. All the while you're doing your best to ensure you don't make a nasty stain in your beautiful new white gi bottoms. At no time is this more prevalent than at major seminars. I've been lucky enough to attend a number of seminars with high-ranking instructors in various martial arts, and often saw the instructors gathered together brown and black belts together, and then lower grades together, both in training and socially afterwards. In training at these events, if you can pluck up the courage to ask a brown or black belt to train with you as a beginner, this is a big deal. But I remember seeing the disappointment sometimes on their face at being paired with a lower grade. The clock watching from them began, and you could tell they just weren't feeling it. They were hand-holding. This obviously left me, and I'm sure other beginners, feeling a little bit dejected. I seemed to be the annoyance and someone holding them back from really achieving their maximum in their training. And this happened on a number of occasions, not just with myself, but with many other lower grades that I spoke to. Black belts train with the other black belts and the white belts train with the other white belts, slowly mastering the art of putting one foot in front of the other without falling over from nerves. This seems like an unspoken rule, but saying this, I've been to other seminars where the visiting instructor has actively encouraged the senior grades to train with the lower grades for a while before then training with someone of a more equal um, rank in terms of experience. This does, however, seem the minority, not the majority. This, as stated above, also translates to hierarchy off the mats after the socials. The post-training beer at the local boozer and meal would see a similar situation. Instructors and high-ranking students sitting on a table together, laughing, joking and drinking, while lower students would often be on a separate table, missing out on the experiences and the stories from the high-ranking instructors' years in the arts. It seemed as though this almost had to be earned in a way, almost like a VIP hanging around with the cool kids. Is this the way it should be? (laughs) 
Secondly, levels or grades can lead to some delusions of grandeur. We've all done it, and we've all been there. The new black belt dickhead. You've just got your black belt. You think you're the dog's danglies. You walk into the dojo, chest out, head high, smiling and nodding to all the stupid lower grades that know jack shit. This could last a day, a week, a month. But at some point, you will realize you are not the dog's danglies. Your head will go down. Your chest will sink in. And you will realize that you are that dickhead you took the piss out of when you were a white belt. The guy who thinks he knows it all. For some, this can take quite a long time to realize. For others, they have yet to realize. But in terms of the arts, this can be an issue. As a black belt, you instantly want to start teaching and imparting the knowledge that you've inquired. But here's the thing. It might not be all that good. Sure, you've got a black belt. But that just means that you've put the hours in and you know the techniques or the requirements to pass the grade. Oh, my friend, the journey is just beginning. And you have such a long way to go until you're ready to impart the knowledge you think you are capable of. Sure, you can help out with some basics, but trying to reach too much too soon can just be more detrimental than anything. You can teach bad habits, which then need to be unlearnt by the student. Or, heaven forbid, you teach something completely the opposite or in contradiction to what your instructor is trying to convey, be it in a class or seminar. For some, black belts means you are ready to teach and nearly at the end of your journey. This is completely the wrong attitude and can be a problem with having this hierarchical nature in the martial arts, especially the traditional ones. Thirdly, at the end of the day, we are all just students. We're all just students of the martial arts at the end of the day. Whether you've been training for one month or for 10 years, you still want to just improve yourself and learn more. The best teachers and martial artists are those that continue to learn, even though they're considered by many to be at the very top of their game. An excellent example of this can be Guru Dana Santo. In an interview done by one of his top students, the legendary Bob Breen, in my book, Martial Masters Volume 1, shameless plug, Bob talks about Dan's day-to-day -day routine and how he's constantly on the go and learning new arts, be it in striking or on the ground, such as Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Hierarchy can sometimes hinder this when we think we have reached the illustrious black belt. We can rest on our laurels and chill. This should be where the training really ramps up. Test what you know, evolve it, develop it, and make the style uniquely your own. Bruce Lee style. How many of us truly do this, however? And how many of us simply think that we know what we're doing now, all due to the fact we have now a different colour bit of cloth around our waist. We all unfortunately have an ego, and we all like it when that ego is massaged, especially on the mats. The traditional martial arts can be a great place to have your ego massaged, as once you reach black belt, you're sometimes placed on a pedestal and thought to have more knowledge than others. This is fine till it's tested, and if you can back up the goods, awesome. If not, your ego may be a little bit bruised rather than massaged. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is an awesome example here of an art that's adapted more to this hierarchical system through competition. Any newbie walking into a BJJ class should know that it will be tapped out. A lot. It's part of the process and it keeps your ego in check from the get-go. Even at black belt level, competitors still compete or even just roll with their students. And it takes one mistake to be caught in a submission and realize that you're not invincible and some sort of black belt demigod. Sure. You should be tapped out way less than a white belt, but it still can happen. Yet how many traditional martial arts have this same mentality when their instructor is shown to be mere human? For me, martial arts are about ego checking, and we often tell our students to leave their egos at the door when they train. How many instructors follow this, follow this advice too, though? 
I'm always interested to hear your thoughts, so let me know. So what do you think, guys? Does hierarchy destroy the martial arts? Does it help the martial arts? Let me know your thoughts. You can always email me at themartialview2020 at gmail.com. And you can always contact me via Facebook pages, The Martial View, the Facebook community group, uh, The Martial View as well. And of course, you can always check us out on Spotify, podcasts, YouTube, etc. and contact me on them. Uh, thank you again for listening to another episode of Marshall View. Just with me this time, no one else to interview. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope maybe it sparked some debate. Um, and yeah, always get in contact. Or if you'd like to see something appearing on the podcast or have a chat about something, just let me know and I'll try and feature it for you. Until then, enjoy, guys. Keep training hard as much as we can during the current lockdown. Keep learning new skills, keep your head up high, and we'll all be back at the academies or dojos soon, kicking and punching each other as we were meant to.